Hello and welcome to the Beyond the Message podcast. It is great to have you here for this first week of the Christmas series. My name is Lockie. I'm the host of this experience. And really my job is to help you leverage those 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message so that you can grow your faith all throughout the week. And this week to kick off our Christmas series, we're talking about Christmas being the good news. And we want to let you know that if it's not good news for you, you may actually have the wrong version. So we'll dive right into that. Chris and I will chat extensively about what that means, but we hope you really enjoy this episode. Merry Christmas, Christopher. Right back at you. Thank you. Thank you. It's the season, isn't it? Um, you need we need a lot of Christmas this year because I just feel like this year hasn't been a good year. So it's right. we could have as much Christmas as possible. So solution, the solution to 2020 is Christmas. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. I agree. Um, what's your favorite Christmas movie? We couldn't start without addressing this key detail. Um, oh, I don't really have like a famous, favorite Christmas movie. Emma always makes fun of me because she's like, oh, you're such a typical white guy. Because <laughs> I like do watch Die Hard every Christmas. Uh, I knew you'd say it. I knew you'd say it. It's... But I'm not really a Christmas movie kind of guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, me either. But Elf what? gets me going. Elf gets yeah, me it's going. Just a, it's just a family classic. I love it. No, that's that's fair. I mean, yeah, I'm, just, I'm not a massive movie guy in general. Um, yeah. So more, more a Saturday morning sports kind of guy. Monday. Well, I mean, I'd be happy with the Christmas episode of Friends <laughs> or the Christmas episode of like How I Met Your Mother or... Like something Christmassy, yeah. Um, but just not, not not an hour and a half. I don't want to commit that much time. No, that is fair. And uh, we hope we don't take too much of your time in this Beyond the Message. We won't take an hour and a half. We'll take a short, snappy 22 and a half minutes, I reckon. We'll take a Friends episode. <laughs> yeah, that's right. While you're, you know, and you can do this one while you're driving. It's like better than Friends, right? Something like that. At least on a par. <laughs> too good. Well, we are in our part one of our Christmas series and... Uh, Christmas. Chris, you'll have to actually remind me of the, the title of the series. I don't think I've got it written anywhere. It's called Christmas, semicolon, it's all good. It's all good. It is all good. It's and, all uh, good. And we will talk a bit about what that means today, but we're really excited to talk about our full Monday. Well, actually, there is no full Monday for this week. Um, so what do we do with this podcast, Chris? How are we going to ask four questions of the full Monday? That is your challenge. Yep. Challenge accepted. Uh, we, you know, we're talking about, well, I mean, there is a full Monday, kind of. It's kind of to come back next week or to, to engage. Yep. We're not going to force anyone to do that. That's nothing. That's, uh, that's just an invitation. So we will talk further than just talking about how you can come back next week. I'm not sure how we'd get four questions out of that. Uh, probably like what kind of fuel do you use? Uh, what car do you drive? Yep. You, that's four questions about how you're going to come back next week. Um, but we are talking about how Christmas is good news. It's, yeah. it's not just a good story. It is good news. Um, so on that, Chris, let's just get, let's get cracking into it. Yeah. I love it. Um, if Jesus is good news and the story of Christmas is this great kind of uh, great story, why has there been so much division surrounding uh, Christianity, the church, all those kind of things? Yeah. And just so, just so everyone knows who's listening, um, where we're kind of coming from with this is this series is going to be based primarily in the book of Luke. So Matthew, Mark, Luke is the third, um, 
or one of one of four biographies we have on the life of Jesus, but um, in the in the New Testament, it's the third book. And um, there's this part in Luke's uh, biography on Jesus's life where he talks about the angel appearing to the shepherds and kind of announcing Christmas. And the angel is very deliberate to say that it is good news of great joy for all people. And so that's kind of the inspiration for this entire series that when it was first announced, it was announced as good news that would bring great joy to all people. Um, And so why, if Jesus is good news, why has there been so much division? I think because we've taken the original good news and we've changed the version realistically. Um, I think we've made it about ourselves. We'll look about that in part two, part two, we're going to look at some, that a real, ah, man, it's just kind of a sad way that this good news was taken Mm -hmm. and turned bad. So we'll that's stay tuned for for that. But I just think it's because we, we start, we move away from the original news. Yeah. And I mean, following from that, um, where's this wrong version or the, the not good news come from and why is it louder than the right version? The one that we actually want to believe. Yeah, it's, that's a, that's a really good question. Actually. Um, I don't necessarily think there's like one way. Cause I don't think there's, there's necessarily like an alternative version of the good news per se. I think there's alternative versions of the good news and in some way, shape or form, they're all slightly distilled from the original message. And so a lot of those have to do with um, people pushing their own agenda um, their own set of beliefs. I mean, we see this as, as early as the New Testament church where Paul writes um, quite aggressively against a group of people called the Judaizers uh, who, when Paul would come in and plant churches and tell people about the, the good news of Jesus, the gospel, um, they would come in and they'd say, well, that's all well and good what Paul said, but now you've got to get circumcised and you've got to do a whole bunch of stuff and you really got to kind of become a Jew. And, um, and so, and that was to, really leverage this good news so that, so that they didn't lose things so that they didn't lose their positioning in culture so that they didn't lose power. Um, and so I think where it comes from is when we're afraid often that the good news or the gospel might cost us something. And so we change the gospel slightly. We tweak it slightly to make ourselves a little bit more comfortable and make it good news for us. Uh, Cause it supports our worldview, but ultimately it becomes bad news for yeah. other people. So you would say in many ways, so I don't want to put words in your mouth, but have people used the good news for their own benefit and their own gain. And through that, it becomes a, a not so good news. Yeah. I think just, you know, without being almost sounding like a cop out, uh, I think it's really like sin in us living in us that wants to make this message of Jesus in some way about us and in some way, beneficial to us and, and yeah, manipulate it, use it. And I think sometimes unintentionally, right? This is not, I don't think a lot of the times it's not like people, Oh, I'm going to abuse this or I'm going to deliberately. It's just people not recognizing. Oh my goodness. Can who's you hear calling? That? We're putting this in the podcast. That's Stan. Hang on so, a sec. Who's calling you? <laughs> hey babe, I'm just recording the beyond the message podcast with Lockie. Sorry, bye. Bye. That's saying I like it. Oh, <laughs> hey, Emma. So, sorry, Emma's, I'm assuming Emma's. babies, Emma. Um, yeah, for yeah, the record right. for the podcast record, babies, Emma. <laughs> ba- babe is Emma. Let it be known. Uh, I completely lost all train of thought there. Hey, that's all good. 
Um, well, I mean, we, we can move on. I think mm, um, sure. we can get into, so, you know, a deeper question um, and, and less of, you know, less of talking about how, how the Christmas story could be good news or bad news or, you know, like moving past that, how is, how has Christmas become just a story for so many people mm. further to that? Why does the Christmas story change people's lives? Um, and how do we get, how do we get such a well-known story? That's just a, a little, you know, parable or something like that, that people consider is, is a, is a thing that happened, but how, how does it change people's lives? Yeah. Well, the, um, the angel actually announced it originally. And it's kind of interesting because in the announcement of Christmas, the end was foretold right in the beginning where the angel says, you know, in this, in the town of David, a savior will be born. Now the reality was a baby was born, not a savior, but the angel was effectively telling the shepherds, Hey, here's the end of the story. Uh, And that's why they got excited because they knew what the end of the story was. Um, And they knew that it was good news because it brought freedom. uh, It brought life. And I just think, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a cultural anthropologist or a sociologist. Like I'm not smart enough um, to to look at that, but I, I just think that, one of the things that I observe is, is that Christmas has just become something that we talk about um, as if it's a story. And so sometimes I think it's pretty natural to uh, kind of integrate Jesus into the whole Santa idea, you know, like oh, Jesus is just part of Santa and his rain, reindeers. And um, we love that story and it sounds really, really nice. And it, you know, it's nice at that time of year, but the reality is Santa doesn't really change anyone's life per se. Like, uh, I mean, the, uh, the Hot Wheels card I got in grade two was pretty good. <laughs> pretty ball up, but pretty good. But um, yeah, so I think we make it again more about that. And you, you even kind of touched on it there, Locke, like this, this, Hey, it, Santa's really cool for me. Like it's awesome. What Santa does for me um, as, as opposed to thinking about the idea, well, hang on a minute. Um, is Jesus was supposed to be good news for all people. It's supposed to bring joy to all people, not just to one person or one group of, of people. And so, yeah, I think uh, that there's a lot of things, I think, as well with the rise of um, atheism and secularism. There's a lot of people who question and they say, well, hey, how can we know the Bible's true? And I think that's, you know, and I, I even acknowledge that in the message that for a lot of people, they ask that question, you know, is it true? Um, but for us with this series, what we want to first look at and we want to answer the question, is it good? Because um, when it was first announced, it was considered good. And now when a lot of people look in, they just kind of go, oh, I, don't, I don't think it's good. And I, I don't want to lean in. And, and I kind of don't think it's life-changing because I don't think it's even good to begin with. Yeah. And, and for me, like I would say that Christmas is pretty simple. Jesus was born. God entered humanity, um, came in the form of a human. He looked, he looked like you and I probably a little bit more like me these days with the beard and the Birkenstocks. Um, but he, this is the time when, when Jesus, if we want to talk about Christianity, you know, Christ, Christianity, like the centerpiece of our faith was, um, was born or entered the world, you know, a new focus was given to us. And so we follow that 2000 years, 2000 years later. And, you know, I wrestle with how important the Christmas story is because I don't think of my faith and I don't really think about Christmas. I more think about daily what Jesus looks like in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess Christmas, it's, it's a great time in the church year 
to slow down and think about the moment in which Jesus did enter history. Yeah. Well, I think as well that it's, yeah, there, there is no Easter and there is no Jesus without Christmas. Right. And you know, some, someone who's like is theologically attuned is going to pick up on that and be like, well, Chris, Jesus existed before (laughs) Christmas. Yes. Yes. I'm aware of that. Um, but there is no God became human. You know, there is no God with us, Emmanuel, um, without Christmas, without Christmas, God is separate and God is disconnected, but at Christmas, God draws near. And, um, and I think if we really capture the essence of the good news of Christmas and the good news that was to come, that people will want the message of Jesus to be true before they're convinced it's true. So cool. Um, to round out this kind of, you know, short, sharp way to start our Christmas series, Mm. um, Chris, how can I best engage with the Christmas story in this season? Yeah, that's, again, that's a really good question. I think it depends on where you're at with, with the whole Christmas story. I think if you've been following Jesus um, for a while, maybe one of the best ways is to jump on the YouVersion Bible app yeah, and to on. look at like a um, look at a Christmas reading plan, you know, and they'll, they'll take specific elements of the gospels and they'll, um, they'll, they'll track the Christmas story. And so you can just revisit some of the events because some of the events surrounding the birth of Jesus are absolutely crazy. I would say um, impossible. That's what I would say. I like that. Yeah. Word. There's yeah. so much, there's so much stuff going on um, that we just kind of glaze over in the, in the birth story of Jesus. And, and if you may, maybe if you're new to, you're exploring Christianity, maybe the question you can ask is what would it take for Christmas to be good news to you to begin to think about that? Like, what is it, what is it that would, would make Christianity good news? Maybe that's a better question. What is it that would make Christianity good news? Cause that's really what we're going to talk about next week um, in part two of, of, um, of our Christmas series. And uh, on a practical note, best engage with the Christmas story this season, mm. point you towards the local church. If Beyond Church is your local church, come along. Uh, we will, uh, have got two more parts of this Christmas series, followed by uh, the got a Christmas Eve service. Eve service. That's what Christmas. that's what I was looking for. Christmas um, Eve coming at you. And if Beyond Church is not your local church we have beyond at home and the beyond the message podcast and a variety of ways to engage with us online, but also go to your local church, find somewhere that that you can uh, go and hear the Christmas story yourself in person. If that is the way you want to best engage with, Mm. with it this season. Yep. Yeah. Too good. Um, The pithy answers, you know, our little short shareable response, it lives on Chris. Um, I see you've got a little prepared note for yourself there. What's your uh, 140 characters? characters of wisdom for us today well i'm i'm going to go even shorter than the one that i have prepared um and it's if it's not good news you may have the wrong version that's very good that's very good what about you you i I do i do i I have a one that's kind of sprung into my mind over the last couple weeks um and hopefully i phrase it right in the first time otherwise we're going to be pressing backspace a few times (laughs) um but it's this Christmas is God's answer to connect with us. I like that. I don't know if that's too in line with what, uh, with what we've been talking about, but you know, I do believe that the Christmas story is, is God's way to connect with us and, uh, and to bring the good news. 
Oh, love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, look at that. That was easy enough, wasn't it? We've got a couple more parts coming your way of the Beyond the Message podcast. We hope you are got a bit of value, but also just had enough to uh, to make sure you get back on this next week to tune in to oh, be on a home to uh, wet your appetite. Wet your appetite. That's right. To come along to, come. to our Christmas series, but also our Christmas Eve service. So please stay tuned. Um, we just hope you're having a good time. Hey, I wait to be back for part two and three. Thanks, CP. You go call your wife. Have fun uh, chatting to her, and uh, we will catch you next week. Hey, you will. See you, mate. Too good. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning into the Beyond the Message podcast. It was great that you could join in today. We hope you have a really good Christmas break. And as things gear up for this Christmas season, that you are having a good time. We hope to see you for part two of the Christmas series, either in our physical location or online. And hope that you can tune into the Beyond the Message podcast once again.